so I don't even know how to start. <laughs> oh my god! Hey now! Hey freaking now! <laughs> Do you know well, how long it's been since I've heard that, dude? It's been too late. It actually, you know, it hasn't been all that long. Hold on, I got a board in front of me. I got to fix our levels, make sure we're not uh, blowing people's speakers. Yeah. Out. Okay. I got so you. that's like. People keep asking me, how are you feeling? Like, everyone's excited about this. And by the way, let's start with a huge thank you. Oh, absolutely. Because I've got so many things to thank people for, but let's just start with the past week. Yeah. Because I didn't know if people would care Mm -hmm. about this. I didn't know... If this was just going to be shouting into a void, right. a tree falling in the forest, yeah. the sound of one hand clapping <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. But I was reminded over the past week how much people wanted to hear this. Yeah. And I kind of needed that. Absolutely. So thank you to everyone yeah. who uh, cares about this, who shared this, who liked it, who dropped us a comment. Uh, now that's how this show survives. Yeah. And it's not about it's not about making bosses happy anymore, right? It's about making the listener happy. The listener gets to be first again. Oh my gosh! And like I Finally. love, I love that. I know. <laughs> if anyone knows how I feel and what I went through over, I'm going to say the past two years. Yeah. It's this woman next to me. Hello. Welcome to the Rob's podcast of Maddie West. Oh my gosh! We said it out. Can loud. we just for once? <laughs> So this is this is something that Maddie and I have wanted to do yeah. almost since the day we met, mm-hmm. which was, I guess, going on three years ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We worked together for two, and we quickly learned that we got along really well. Very well. And that for a number of different reasons, which we may get to on the show here in a little bit, mm-hmm. our best show was happening when the mics were off. Definitely. That was like the unfiltered, unedited version of our personalities. And I hate to say we had to dumb it down, but we did when we were on air. We had to dumb it down. Dumb it, and dumb it down. Follow the rules. And, and yeah, we're not even talking about like cursing. Right. Which I don't even plan on doing a lot of right. on this show, I'm even though try we can. My best. Yeah. I mean, if it happens, you know it happens. F word's my favorite word. I, I'm partial to the C word. <laughs> you can pick. Like particularly, I, like I like the female C word, but the male one is good too. Okay. Um, it's not even that. It's not right. even dirty. It's just like. The, the way we had our hands tied yeah. was a situation we just couldn't win. Yeah, we, and, were, we were very censored, and I understand that to an extent, you know what I mean? I, I get it, but like you said, the best versions of what we were doing is happening off the air. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if people could hear this. Like when we used to have to record... hysterical. When we had to record our <laughs> promos that would run throughout yes, the day. Yes, yes. It was like... This is what it's supposed to be. Right. But it's not allowed to be. Yeah. And that's the, that was right. what made it like you get, you, I have 30 different pieces of audio of you saying we need a podcast. Right. We guess what? And now here we are. <laughs> now I, we have I one. cannot even believe this is happening. Like Rob said, we, this is something that we have been wanting to do since forever. And obviously we couldn't because you can't. Whenever you're like uh, an on air personality for a company, you have like a non compete and like you can't do a podcast while you're under their like ownership, I guess. You kind of couldn't even have a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, 
You even found out oh, you can't have well, friends. There it friends. Is. <laughs> um, let's let me start if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor. Let me do one commercial for the show today, guys. Give me sixty seconds. Yeah. And then we're gonna just jump into it. There's only one commercial. Uh, the, this episode of the Rob's Podcast, the Maddie West, is brought to you by All About You DJ. Woo-woo. Let All About You DJ host your next wedding party. I actually am. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's funny you said that. I actually am. And I want to talk to you about your wedding because I know your wedding caught the coronavirus. But yeah, my wedding got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let let All About You DJ host your next wedding party or event like Maddie's doing. Yeah. Uh, we specialize in wedding receptions as well as any private parties, including birthdays, engagement parties, school dances, anniversaries, or any other special event that you may need a DJ for. We work with you to ensure that your entertainment is perfect for your event. Uh, at All About You DJ, your event is not only important to you, but it's all also important to us. We make every, uh, we, I'm sorry, we make it as memorable for everybody involved as we possibly can. All About You provides everything you need to make your wedding the event of your dreams. From dazzling photo booths to ensure your event is one your guests will never forget to gorgeous uplighting to make your wedding photos pop. All About You offers several different packages to fit your needs. You could even ask for me, the Rob, to host your party or, if I'm not mistaken, sometime yeah. in the near future, maybe even Maddie. I know, how can exciting. Host your party. Uh, get so sick of each other (laughs) (laughs) check out our five star reviews on google and facebook.com slash all about you dj you can give us a call at 812-402-0610 or check us out online at allaboutyoudj.com and if you'd like to advertise on the rob's podcast with maddie west send an email to the rob's podcast at gmail.com Woohoo! by the way how about the set oh my goodness i kind of like it i love it even a colorblind guy can appreciate <laughs> all the color well, that's happening yeah. and the spinning lights and yeah, uh, we got we got all the good stuff here this studio is actually better than the radio studio yeah. we used to work on i yeah. feel like but okay We're where do you coming as well so where do you want to start maddie well well, first of all, for those that might have forgotten, I feel like we should maybe do like a quick intro or maybe for people that are listening in the future for the first time, because, sure. uh, you know, we're going to go viral and stuff. So when people are listening back to this a year from now saying like, oh, what's that really cool podcast? So you start. Okay. So my whole life was radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be on the radio since I was in fourth grade. I went to college. I went to Penn State University, mm-hmm. uh, had a job in radio in State College, Pennsylvania. I've worked for the Howard Stern show. So cool. As an intern, the Maury Povich show. Even uh, cooler. <laughs> no, the Stern show was cool, but they were both pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, so my career has taken me from, like I said, New York City to Billings, Montana, and then 13... 13 and a half years ago brought me here to Evansville, Indiana, where uh, I was on the radio both nights, afternoons and mornings for about 13 years. And that's how you met me. And then the last two (laughs) years of my career were with Maddie West. Yeah. And then... We Way got. less eventful than Rob's story. Well, but. that's my long story short and how I got here. And then when I was out here, kind of found myself uh, falling in love with my Aww. wife, Brittany. Um, right after I got fired, we had our first baby. Oh, my God. Who I can't wait to tell you all about. I cannot wait. And um, that's my story. Yeah. I feel like most of the people listening, at least to this one, kind mm-hmm. of are familiar with us. But right, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have nearly as exciting of a story as Rob. I was. You are in- Shelly's daughter. <laughs> you have a very exciting story. Oh, I cannot story. wait. If you are not, if you were a fan of Shelly before, wait till I can tell you all the unfiltered versions of Shelly stories. Can't wait. <laughs> cannot but, wait. But uh, yeah, born and raised Shelly probably can. She's probably like texting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> STFU. 
<laughs> but I was born and raised here in Evansville. Um, I graduated with a journalism and radio and television degree from the University of Southern Indiana. And it was actually a friend that tagged me on Facebook in something that said, oh, you know, this radio station is hiring for an on-air position. That's right. For like the morning show. And I was like, I'll never be on like morning radio. You got to start at the bottom, right? Wrong. Yeah. I mean, I had to, but uh, you didn't have to. I just walked right in. And then, yeah, a couple years ago, um, after like what I can only explain to be like 13 and a half interviews, probably. Oh, so needless. It was so much. <laughs> it, was so, it was like, I'm not joking, like six months of interviews before they finally even let me in the building. But uh, yeah, then I got the job and I worked on air with Rob for about, yeah, two years. And then when he was let go, uh, I was on there solo for about... <laughs> three months and then they were like nah she's not <laughs> get her out of here she's better with Rob and I'm like oh well, yeah everyone knew that but um so yeah and now here we are but Rob and I just have such an on-air chemistry especially so when I when I got fired mm-hmm. I was getting blown the f up about a podcast yeah and it's, I had, a, it's something that a lot of people have mentioned for a long time. Yeah. And so I had kind of been trained over the years to think that like the podcast is for like the the baby radio. It's mm-hmm. like the people who want to have a job in radio but can't. Right. And then at some point over the past five years, it oh, wasn't some point, it was yeah. progressively, it's become what people listen That's to. That's all I listen to. It, Honest to God, I'm not just saying that because I'm here now. I know. Never get in the car and turn on my radio. Never. The thought, so... Here's the thing. So, but not even what, when I worked there. <laughs> when I turn on my car, yeah. it takes about 90 seconds for my phone to connect to my like car. Right. The Bluetooth or whatever mm-hmm. for my podcast to start. Yeah. So during that 90 seconds, the FM radio is on. Awful. And it's the most painful 90 <laughs> seconds. You're I like, can't, Ugh. I can't even stand it. Is it Lizzo again? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and that's the thing about podcasts, like radio, it's like, it's commercial lid right, yeah. It's got like, it's so, it's become so washed, mm-hmm. whitewashed. It's become yeah. just the same thing on every station. And you mean no, like a loop? Well, the music, okay. Like a I was program even, that you put in and it repeats every hour? Well, I'm talking about for some <laughs> reason, every radio station wants to talk about what national day it is. <laughs> And like when I was growing up and when in the first half of my career, I'll say the first three fourths of my career, you didn't know what national day was because that's content for a weatherman. Right. Like that's not content for a morning show. Right. But yet for reasons I may or may not explain over this episode, (laughs) that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah. And when it's national pepperoni pizza day. Right. It's. Every every station is talking about uh, who in the tri-state yes. makes the best pepperoni so pizza. Deaf. I can't even. I can't even. Like, remember when that was our life? Yeah. And now we can talk about what actually is our, our life. life. So let's yeah. do it. So let's oh, get into the juicy stuff first, because you know that is what people want to hear first and foremost is what happened. I've been asked that question seven hundred times. I'm sure you have too. We put the what we, happened. We put a video. We put videos up over the past few days. Yeah. Asking people what they want to hear about. Mm-hmm. And what we kept hearing was, what we happened? Want, we want to know what happened. Yeah, because there for a while, uh, in both of our situations, you're kind of like forbidden to talk about it through, you know, contracts or whatever. And now we we kind of do have like this platform to give our side of the story. So, and I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to be as fair as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. 
I, um, a lot of people are disappointed to hear you. Say no, that. I mean, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you my experiences. Yeah, that's all we can ask. And I want to start by saying actually a few nice things. Okay. Like for example, I've been I've had maybe four, five different radio jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason I stayed in Evansville for 13 yeah, years. Right. Um, People love you here. Seriously. I appreciate you saying that. I, I love being here. I, yeah. I loved being on the radio here. Mm-hmm. It, it I was, love being on the radio with you here. Like, okay. Anybody I have, else, it just would not have. Mm-mm. I have a family and like my son is alive because, so crazy? because of Evansville radio. Right. So I'll never. That's true. I'll never be able to be like. Oh, I regret this. Correct. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I totally get that. And I'll even go as far as to say, I'll say the first 10 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was only whenever I came around. <laughs> I'll get to that. It's got, it, you know, it's got nothing to I, do with no, you. No, I know. I get it. Um, blissful. Yeah. I loved my job mm-hmm. for 10 years. And a lot of people don't get that opportunity to say that. Right. Yeah. Um, I especially loved my night show. Mm-hmm. Um, my night show. I, people still talk to me about the night show. Right. And the big boy days mm-hmm. and um, the Dr. Rob stuff and just how edgy the night show was. And well, buckle up, y'all. <laughs> I, th- I think that that was what I want my legacy mm-hmm. to be. So Definitely. Then, that was from 07 uh, here in Evansville to 2011. Mm-hmm. I spent a quick six months in afternoon radio, which was painful. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, you should be really thankful that you got to have your own show in the afternoon. You should be very thankful. Why? why are you, what am I missing? <laughs> you will get to it. <laughs> okay. You were, on, you were on middays, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. So, and then that we moved to mornings and... The reason I moved to mornings was because at night you're only going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. You're only going. You, I mean, that's mornings is where Morning it's at. Morning is is the hot spot in it's, radio. It's drive time. It's mm-hmm. where it's where people are listening. Yeah. So that's they moved. They moved me up there, and then so that happened in September of 2011, mm-hmm. and then I got fired in August of 19. So let's just say eight years yeah. I spent uh, in morning radio. Yeah. And it's so funny saying we got fired. <laughs> What's your what's so your Instagram rem- handle? Oh, at, you can follow me now on Instagram at Maddie Got Fired. <laughs> Go ahead and give Maddie a follow. And we have a we have a show Instagram page too, don't we? Yes, at the Robs Podcast. And if you're not following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Robs Podcast. Uh, yeah. No apostrophes or anything like that. Hit us up on all social medias. Yeah. Yes, and please feel free to share and look. All. They're already after us. <laughs> I can hear a siren out there too. Um, I'm already gonna get served papers. So here. It's the last two. Where did it go bad? Yeah. It's the last two, three years mm-hmm. that things started to go bad. Like I said, I'm going to be. It was me. I'm going to be <laughs> as fair as I possibly can. Okay. And I'm, I'm not going to be like mean. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try not to be bitter. I'm mm-hmm. just going to tell you what happened from my vantage point. Yes. Let's go. And if anyone wants to say anything about it. I haven't are, gotten in a good fist fight in a while and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I, you're welcome to come on. I'm sure yeah. no one's going to take me up on that offer. Yeah. But oh, um, yeah, if you would like to explain things, a different side of things. Okay. I don't want to say they started to go south in 2015 because that's not when they started to go south. Yeah. But that's when the story begins because that's when uh, a guy named John left mm-hmm. um, and his job was our operations manager. Okay, so that means he's kind of in control of the station. So stations have 
they're called program directors. Mm-hmm. At least that's what people call them. Yeah. Other, so a lot of people call them brand managers. Right. I'm Either gonna, way. For the, sake of the, for the sake of the show, I'm going to call them program directors. Okay. And then they oversee a staff of DJs. Us, and yeah. then the program directors, mm-hmm. they all answer to an operations manager. Right. And so it's a, it's a big triangle of command. And so Chad became the operations manager. Mm-hmm. And you know Chad, and Chad's the guy who hired you. Mm-hmm. And Chad's like a really nice guy. Oh, yeah. We Chad, got along great. Chad's someone who's like very easy to like. Yeah, absolutely. You don't hear a lot of people say a bad lot of bad about things it. about Chad. Right. Because it, because he makes it hard to. Right, yeah. And um, that was kind of my relationship with Chad. Chad worked in a different office. I very rarely saw Chad. Right. But when I did, it was always kind of cordial. Mm-hmm. Or like we had a similar taste in music. Mm-hmm. Um, not obviously country music, which is what he plays, but <laughs> he liked pop music. I thought which... you loved country music. <laughs> <laughs> that was never a I bit. do remember that much. <laughs> so um, I don't know if it was immediate or if it happened over time, but I definitely came to learn that Chad didn't like me. Okay. And that might just be professional. Mm-hmm. It may have been personal, but he was definitely not a fan of my work. I also sensed, um, well, for more than just him, but that, yeah, that you weren't liked. Yeah, just by him, though. Right. So um, the first time things started to go south was... It was right after I bought my house. Mm-hmm. So this was like July of 2017. We were just about... This is right whenever I started actually coming into the office and kind of being behind the scenes. You were not here yet. We were still in the old building. Okay. And I remember we had a staff meeting regarding a corporate monitor report. Okay. A corporate monitor report is when people from the corporate offices in like New York or Connecticut or wherever they are, um, they listen to the station Mm -hmm. and they take notes. Mm -hmm. And management would always tell us, these are not that important, don't worry about them. And they would be really important. They would say that about like the ratings books too and um, other things. Yeah, we would still have meetings about them. It's like, it's not that important, but you're in trouble. Well, and we still pay like $30,000 a year for the ratings books, but they're not, we don't really care about them very much. So um, I remember the feedback from this monitor report Mm -hmm. regarding the station, not my show specifically, but the station, Mm -hmm. um, was that the content was a little masculine. They cited an example from an afternoon show. One of the DJs talked about like video games Mm -hmm. and then a different DJ talked about like a Marvel movie, Mm -hmm. which the corporate didn't feel was good content for a female driven station. Mm. So, and there, to my understanding... Wow, what a mistake to hire me. Like the least girly. (laughs) So, from my understanding, there wasn't anything specifically about my show that got dinged or whatever, Mm -hmm. but um, if it was, it didn't come up. I remember the other two DJs, and I remember who they were, but I won't say who they were. We only had male DJs at the time, which may have been a mistake, but that, that, that was out of my hands. Right. So... Because the station, because the feedback was the station's a little, and it was really only like those two breaks from what I stand, but the the the, right. the ding was a little masculine, maybe okay. geared they, more towards. They females. listen. They've got to make a note. They made a note. I mean, the, yeah, you, you got to write something down. The people. That's the. That's it can't the thing. be like, wow, this is absolutely wonderful. Wouldn't change that, a thing. They, and that's they're always going to have something to change. That's the other thing. It's like it, no matter no what, matter what, no matter what you did, it was never good. You could have talked about Marvel movies one break and lipstick the next break, and they would have picked something else that. Well, what's wrong? And I that's, mean, I mean, that's their job is to 
to nitpick. To at the very least, you can make an argument that that's everybody watches Marvel movies. Right. Like, and this wasn't even my content, but like, and it's to 2020. The, almost everyone's wearing lipstick too. To, def- <laughs> to defend the person who made like those comments, like. I, I wouldn't ignore if I right. wanted to talk about a Marvel movie on a female driven station, I would do that. But yeah. so when that happened, mm-hmm. when that when that meeting and that monitor report happened, that's when I noticed that um, the magnifying glass was really on me. OK. And at that point, I think to Chad, I would I think he wanted me gone. Mm-hmm. And I think he um, I couldn't do anything right in his eyes okay. from that point forward. OK, so. Once he had that mentality, I was unable to win. Right. I was unable to do anything right. Mm-hmm. So it's around that time that Maddie gets start gets joined, and I remember around yeah. October of that year. So you started in August or yeah. September, mm-hmm. and then around October of that year, they're like, I got called into a one-on-one meeting. It was like, this is bad. Mm-hmm. This is like, and Maddie's not here because Maddie's not the problem right now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. And it was just, I'm talking about like the worst meeting I've ever had right. in my career. Yeah. And they did this like literally 45 minutes before I had to leave for a remote. And I, I'll just, <laughs> Which your remote's like a live broadcast somewhere. Yeah. It was at like a Walmart and, <laughs> but forget it. So, um, Oh, I love it. Those became bi-weekly, yeah. which is such a bad word because bi-weekly literally can mean every other week or mm-hmm. twice a week. Yeah. So uh, in this case, it meant every other week. Yeah. So every other Thursday, uh, I would get raked over the coals. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like there's a, there's, I've been, listen, I've had my fair share of air checks mm-hmm. in my 16 year career. Yeah. Um, An air check is where you listen to your show back. And thank they, you. And then they say, why are you doing that? You're awful at your job. You should leave. Well, a lot of times <laughs> you're like, hey, you did this really well. But I never got that from, right. from Chad. I got that from DJs at prior jobs. Yeah. And I also, before you started work with me, air checks weren't really a big part of my life. Yeah, they did really start... Yeah. Start in on them. But it wasn't you. It was because of that monitor report, I feel like. And just because Chad was looking for reasons to get me out. I, I, feel, I do feel like the general manager did not want me gone at that point in time. Okay. I, I feel like he was saying, we got to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And I think for a while, she really had my back. Okay. Well, you that's know, good. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, obviously, the general manager is above the... The operations, the operations manager. manager. Right, it's a triangle. When I look back, though, Chain during that period... What's that? Chain of command. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. I kept calling it a triangle. When I look back at that time, though, and I use this word to you, like, because we were talking after I got fired, and I was mm-hmm. like, my last two years there, I just felt like I was bullied. Mm-hmm. Like, professional bullying. Like, yeah. like, we'd get in these meetings, and like it wasn't like, like junior high school bullying. Like, I wasn't getting called fat right. and ugly <laughs> and bald, which all of those are valid complaints. <laughs> but um, it was just like, you suck. Yeah. You suck. Why do you suck? There Why do you keep sucking? That. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Even from the, the meetings that we would have together, it would be like, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Okay, we're changing this. And the next week, we're changing this. Now you can't talk as long. Now you can't do this. Now you can't do this. Now you can't do this. In my opinion, I thought that we got along great on air. I thought we had good content, but it was still never what they were looking it for. It never needed to get nitpicked to the degree that it did. It was very, very nitpicked. And I will it, say that. It got nitpicked big. Be- 
just it came from a vantage point of we want it to be bad. So like, right. do you remember? I remember several times we noticed this. They were they pulled audio, but they pulled from different days, right? Because they were trying to find the worst things they could find. Because sometimes we'd have great shows. Every once in a while, it happens. Yeah. And then sometimes we would be like, oh man, totally missed the missed the mark on that break. You know, I, everyone has. Come on, you can't be perfect all the time. I mean, you know? I had I have experiences where the program director would tell me in one meeting, this was this that break you did about I don't remember what the content was was awesome, right. great job. Yeah. And then the next day after the OM got a hold of the PD, that break was awful. Can't believe you did that. And I'd be looking at this person like, you're what kidding. Are you talking you about? just yeah. told me yesterday you liked it. And, you know he. Right. I get you. There's some people I'm really trying to not throw I know, under I the know, bus. I know, so, I get it. And that's big of you. So when, when that all happened, you're not going to be comfortable in the studio right. when um, you know your work isn't being appreciated. Yeah. The when best you, part of our job was us. Yeah, for that sure. Was it. And you were the reason I could keep doing it was because right. we were such good friends. Like We mm-hmm. had this amazing friendship that it was like, you kept my head in the game. Mm-hmm. And I pre- I'll never be able to thank you enough for that. Oh, it's my but pleasure. I, I remember like at this time, especially, I was like, Ross not going nowhere. I don't know what it was <laughs> about Sunday nights. Yeah. But Sunday nights, especially, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Because I was dreading going to work the mm-hmm. next day. Yeah. And I mean, we, we had such a good, like I said, on-air presence as well at least I thought even though we were told numerous times that we didn't (laughs) it was just I always thought we had good banter we had good jokes I thought we were funny I thought we were entertaining the people that gave us feedback almost always said the same thing and so that's why I was always really um and the numbers were always fine disappointed yeah like numbers were always good yeah it was like there was never anything to worry about except for like I said there was one person who really was gunning for me there was no there was no way to to give them the show that they wanted with us that was what i'm saying That's we it. couldn't we could That's not it. win I mean, internally it's just that simple we and, could we were not capable for whatever reason for to whatever degree to give them what they wanted and so like they would say like they'd give us feedback like we need you to change have, this yeah we would change that add this add benchmarks we want right. you to think of these things we want you to start right. prepping differently we want you to, more of this less of this we would do everything they would tell us to and it was still never gonna know. it was just it was always it, something it was, oh i i completely agree with that statement i there was so many times where i'm like like we're never going to win. It's never going to be, it's going to be this until it's the end. And that's exactly what it was. And like the people, <laughs> the people who are listening to this, like that work there now, cause I, I guarantee you they oh, are. Absolutely. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to be like, I I'm don't. I'm doing just fine, boo boo. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, I can't believe he's saying these things about the operations manager. He's so nice. No, he is a great guy. That's the thing. He's a great guy. Wait until you get in his target though. It's mm-hmm. just like, and then when, because he has the power to like it yeah. was never a game of power like pal you always had the power mm-hmm. over me yeah um you're going to win this battle like right. if you if you want me gone if you want it bad enough you'll get it you're going to beat me because you right. have that power over me and, yeah. and he did so um that's that was my experience with that part about it so now people are probably saying okay if you didn't like your job so much why didn't you leave okay let's talk about that part mm-hmm. so this is going down now we're in uh, December of 2017, mm-hmm. I get engaged to my my now wife. I yes. get engaged to Brittany. Yes, and I remember that. I've got a wedding coming up now in ten months, mm-hmm. and I have 
all these things tied up in the wedding, which I am not complaining about. Like they were the the, the company and the companies that endorsed me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. I had flowers. Right. I had. There was a lot that was. I had a yeah. photographer. Mm-hmm. I had a venue for my reception. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. My 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 uh, rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a DJ. I had Cody from here at all about you DJ. Yeah. All these things that I could not have done without the radio station. Yeah. I, I would do endorsements. Yeah. And instead of getting that paid is a cash, big benefit. Yeah. In, invitations yeah i mean i'm talking about like i they helped me to the tune of thousands of dollars right yeah but i couldn't i couldn't bail before the wedding yeah because i have to do all these live reads and so i was really you do have an obligation and and a contract with ties to these people when you agree to do something like that for them and i remember in january of 2018 mm-hmm. uh, i'm sorry we were in december of 2017 before now we're in january of 2018 yeah and i remember telling my best friend on the phone who was right after new year's in just like making conversations, like, do you have a New Year's resolution this year? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I want to change careers. Yeah. And he thought I was like, he's like, do you mean like a different radio job, like a bigger city? Yeah. And I was like, no, I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to be in radio anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I meant that or not, but that's right. what, I, that's what I, I didn't want to be in that job anymore. Mm-hmm. That much I knew. And he was yeah. like, this is, ex- I've never expected to hear you right. say this. Yeah. Even sitting here now, it, d- it doesn't. I don't hear it correctly. I'm like, no, not Rob. Yeah. So, so I, w- I that's where I, my head was at because these these meetings were deflating. Yeah. And just like I just felt like a punching you, bag. Yeah. You always took them so hard. You know, I always had they the, were brutal. Yeah, they were. I always had the ability to kind of shake it off and just be like, whatever. But I know you were definitely like you said, kind of the target there. And I I know they always affected you way more than they affected me. Yeah, because radio was my whole life. Yeah. Radio was the, when I moved to Evansville. I moved with a U-Haul full of my crap and knowing zero people. Right. I only knew I had a job mm-hmm. and they put me up in a hotel for a month. I knew I had a job and a place to stay for a month. Yeah. I left a I left a job I loved in yeah. Montana to come out here and be a part of this radio group and yeah. it definitely it, it became sour. Rightly or wrongly it became sour. Yep. Um it also was like frustrating because like the feedback I was getting was like his way of telling people how to make their show better was to make them sound like himself, which was so inferior because there's more yeah. than one way to do radio. Right. And I wasn't trying to sound like him. And I'm not saying he sounds bad. Right. He, uh, like, I've never listened to a show, but I know it's appreciated. And yeah. I know that people like it. And he's a, he's a very big fixture in the community. And it's probably because he does a great job. Yeah, he does do a great job. And that's what worked for him. Mm-hmm. But it became, you need to prep the show the way I prep my show. Right. You need to answer. Remember, we had to answer the phones the same way he answered the phones. Mm-hmm. We had to pick up with uh, Kiss 106. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah. When, for me, it's like, they're always saying Evansville and we don't always need everybody's name, right. but that we had to pick up the phone the same way every time. Mm-hmm. And we had to do the GD national days <laughs> every day. It was like, right, yeah. we had to do Ron Rhodes content every day. Yeah. What that national day stuff, that's great content for a weatherman. And I'm mm-hmm. not even being sarcastic. Right. It's just not great content, at least in my yeah. opinion, for a morning radio show. Yeah, definitely. I, I got that vibe as well. Uh, well, I didn't get that vibe. That's exactly what it was, is that um, they wanted every station to do the same stuff and sound 
almost identical. And it was to the point where we were kind of shoved into a corner and we would do something for our Facebook page based on the guidelines we were given of, you know, what we should do and what we shouldn't do. And then we would turn around and the other station has the exact same idea because they had limited our imagination that much yeah. to where the only thing we could think of to do was what everyone else was thinking of to do too. And it was the only it was quote unquote so right thing to do. Oversaturated. So like, I just kind of wish that I had the kind of the freedom to be, see like, okay, I remember, and I don't know if you had to watch this because you were part-time, mm-hmm. but I remember we had to watch like these corporate videos mm-hmm. about like acceptance and tolerance in the workplace. Yeah. And so like, I remember in the video and there'd be like questionnaires at the end, there'd be quizzes at the end. Right. There'd be like a predominantly white workplace mm-hmm. and then there'd be like a Muslim guy. Mm-hmm. It was like a hijab and mm-hmm. like, you know, and like they would, he had like a Muslim name or whatever. And it would be like, so this guy has a different background and he has a different way to approach the problem. Mm-hmm. What should you do? And the correct answer was like, listen to the opinions and see if it works. Like, you know, like that right. was the right thing be to inclusive, do. Yeah. And I realized that I was like that guy uh-huh. because if you look at every DJ on in that building, mm-hmm. they're all from here. Mm-hmm. Literally, they're yeah. all from within a 200 mile radius of here. Yeah. Um, if not a 45 mile radius right, from here. Right, I would say probably even smaller than that. And I'm the one guy that, I come from Philadelphia and I have mm-hmm. different influences yeah. and I have different upbringings and I have a different, like who else, everyone at that school probably went to USI. Everyone says because and you say because. Exactly. <laughs> I know what Fugazi means. <laughs> you do? Yeah. And that was just one of the many things you taught me. So <laughs> I was the guy who, while I didn't wear a hijab, I was the Muslim guy in the video. Mm-hmm. Like I was the guy who had the different outlook, right. who had a different approach to solving problems. Yeah. And I would just get beat up for it, beat up for it. And it was so sad. And like the other thing that makes me sad is I've had several people, especially after I got fired, but even before, again, I won't name names right, right. now. Yeah. Tell me, you taught me so much. Yeah. You helped me. Mm-hmm. You showed me a different way of doing radio. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I keep thinking about how the operations manager is in such an amazing position to help talent grow, mm-hmm. to be a better broadcaster, and to find what they're good at and really let that flourish. Mm-hmm. And my experience with that was just the opposite. It was just deflating. Yeah. And it was... We were um, definitely put into such a tiny, tiny box. Yeah. And it definitely. was just like, you, you you can make people better, but instead you just want to make everyone sound like you. Like The same. That was just... That's just such a bummer. Yeah. Like, what a, and, what a letdown. And actually, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this. It's offensive for you to put someone like you or I into a box. And we have such big personalities and so much more to share. And you're going to take that away from us. And so that always, that never sat right with me because I'm like, I am better than this box that you're putting me yeah, in. Yeah, we were. I'm funnier than this box that you're putting me in. I, you know, I, I communicate better than this box that you're putting me in. But no one's ever going to get to see that because you've literally taken my voice away from me. Yeah. And you've taken our whole like we have so much happening in our lives like this is Mm -hmm. such an exciting time like you were having your first child yeah I birthed a whole baby I was getting married like after after you did it the right way (laughs) (laughs) after like eight years of like this insanely over the top single macho kind of presentation to my show like now I'm settling down and I'm starting this life with the woman I love and starting a family it was such a change in dynamic definitely so um my point was Throughout my career, I was blessed to have people 
that helped me be better for me. I think our camera's messed up. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been like that, but. Uh, wait, maybe it is. It, oh, maybe we're, I don't know if we're rolling or not. Either way, Either we've got way. audio. Yeah, we got audio. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Okay. Um, I had people who want to make me better for me. People like, uh, it was mostly people in my first job, people mm-hmm. um, in State College, Pennsylvania. I'll shout out, three come to mind extremely mm-hmm. fast. Jerry Valeri. Oh, I love him. He helped, I am in love with him. He taught me things to help me get better mm-hmm. for me. He's such a good person. A guy named Chris and a guy named Mike Martin uh, all helped. Mike gave me my first shot yeah. for me. It wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. Like it was to help me. And I, I love him mm-hmm. for that. I love all those people for that reason. I only met one person in my career who tried to make me worse for himself. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could say I'm lucky because in 16 years, I've only met one person that I didn't want to meet. But um, that was my experience there. And it sucks that it had to end that way. It does. So then we get to the wedding and now it's like, okay, what do I want to do now? Don't want to stay. Do I want to go? Yeah. Guess what happens in December? Uh Uh-oh. Not uh uh-oh. I was married. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. uh Uh-oh was my situation. What was your situation? (laughs) Um, We found out in January that my wife was pregnant. Oh, my gosh. I'll never forget when you told me you said Brittany and I are going to have a baby. And I thought that that meant that you guys were going to try for a baby. But you were telling me that she was pregnant. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so exciting. And that was literally my reaction. And you were like, uh... Like, she's pregnant. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, like, there's already a baby yeah. in there. You were the first person Woo! I told that wasn't my family. Yeah. Um, so, um, and let's, so let's talk about that. Yeah. So, so then you find out you're going to be a dad. So let's. It's like not an opportune time to kind of change careers. Right. Scary. And, and plus, a like, risk. I kind of wanted to go on this ride with the mm-hmm. listeners. Like, people knew me for 13 years. Yeah. Like, if you, like, okay, so you were, you're what, you're 26? Mm-hmm. I just turned now? 27, So you yeah. were 26 when I was pregnant, with when Brittany was pregnant. Yeah. So I had been on your radio since you were 13. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like your whole life. Yeah. That's literally half People your life. People want to know. People want to know. And I do, I, and I, it really sucks that that got taken away. Too. And I wanted to tell them. Right. So like, and so I'm like, okay, maybe 2020, we can mm-hmm. start talking about this stuff. But yeah. so there was always some, some reason that I couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And another thing that bothered me is like, And me, duh. We were I, pretty Maddie, fun. I loved working with you. You were the reason I kept coming in. <laughs> yeah. like, trust me on that. Yeah, we did. We had a great time together. It, w- it was so much fun. And, and it was so exciting to go through all of these. Even though Rob and I have really only known each other for a few years, it doesn't feel that way. And that is one thing that we always heard in these meetings. Probably the only positive thing was that our banter... In our conversation, it seems like we've known each other forever. They always said it sounds always. like you guys are best friends. And, I mean, we are. That was we the are thing. Best like we, we quickly yeah. became best friends. Absolutely. And we were going through all of these really exciting times together. And I, yeah, I just kind of feel like it got robbed. No pun intended. So <laughs> they robbed the rob. Hashtag rob the rob. <laughs> so I remember like we were researching like, you know, timelines and like what to expect when you're expecting kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, around the, the end of the first trimester is when you can start telling people. That's when right. it becomes yeah. safe to tell people. That's like the, the golden rule of, yeah. And they're like, besides, besides family and close friends, the first people you should tell right. are your employers. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I, I, wanted, doing that, yeah. I wanted to give them that respect. The only person in the office who knew before our general manager was you mm-hmm. because I couldn't sit in that room with you for four hours right. every day and keep that yeah. under my hat. Yeah. It was so hard. There was, cause there was like just a couple of weeks before I told you mm-hmm. 
if that it may have only been like one yeah and it was so hard right and I, that was even before we saw you the don't ultrasound even understand like how how close you are with someone when you're in a room with them for like four hours a day like they're just are there are no secrets yeah it's it's it's, it's so hard it's to a relationship tell them everything it's a relationship that's oh it's so unique to that situation yeah um, and like I, Rob saw Rob was through my pregnancy with me more than my own fiance. Yeah, like, that's just the, we that's worked just together. Facts. It's just yeah. the, it's just the way it was. Yeah. And thankfully, we were in a situation where we got along. Yeah. And it could have been a much worse situation. And it wasn't. Yeah. And so, like, God, it bothers me now looking back because I almost wish I didn't do that because I remember the way the general manager reacted mm-hmm. and I look back on it now as so insincere Mm -hmm. because it was like, you know, give me a hug. Mm -hmm. And I remember she asked me like what I was feeling, like what, what, what are you feeling the most? What, what emotion are you feeling the most right now? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm scared. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm terrifying to be a parent. (laughs) And I regret saying that to her Mm -hmm. because I feel like you showed her that you were like vulnerable. I feel like there's a part of me that feels like, she liked that if that makes sense okay yeah and not that I don't even know how how I'm trying to word what I'm trying to say I think that she liked being in control of people's well beings Mm -hmm. and things like that yeah um I don't hate this person I want to make I want to make that clear it's just that um, again a hard person to hate this this person also um then fired me 16 days before I had son was my, before my son was born mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I am bitter about that. Well, and hello. during this time, that's supposed to be this monumental life changing, happy right. time, which don't get me wrong. It was right. Um, but that's, that's still sitting there. The, this humongous thing, my whole, what was, what used to be that's my your whole life. life. Yes. It's literally your life. You, you, Just boom, gone. And you did it after 13 years of service. Mm-hmm. You did it 16 days Right. Before I had my son, mm-hmm. that's how you do it. Yeah, that's that's my it story. It speaks a lot. It speaks a lot. So we'll just leave it at that. That's my story, and I am sorry it wasn't funny. <laughs> and I know it was. We long. have got so much funny stuff coming up. Yeah, people want to. This is going to be like a different kind of episode. We're going to get to a point where oh, it's yeah. like it's going to be sounding like a radio show. Yeah, this is just what happened and how we got to where we're at right now which is starting a podcast so i let the world know that i got fired uh-huh. um i had this this is august of last year so it's been almost a year ago august 21st mm-hmm. the, i will never forget and i mean this i'm not saying this in like a um a narcissistic douchey kind of way mm-hmm. like hundreds of people just show me so much love oh uh, trust me i was still there when you were let go and the amount of hate and negativity that we were getting after they fired you was enough to make me want to leave because I kept coming into work every day to people not yelling at me or you yeah. know getting shitty with me, but they were like, what happened? And I was in a really awkward position where I had to just like pretend like Rob who? That's who? what the, that's what that's, that's protocol. So, oh, I, it never set well with me and I went with it. You know, I went, I was just like. I, I just never addressed it. I just never said anything. And 
it was so much hate and so much negativity on all of our social media pages, people calling constantly where we had to like literally turn the phone off because people yeah. were like, where's Rob? Where's Rob? Where's Rob? And I'm just like, well, a lot of people also just assume that you had had your son and that you kind you of know. went on like your, you know, because they fired me that close to when my son was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be born. That people are like, oh, Rob had the baby and then you never came back. And then people are like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, he's never coming back ever. So I was, um, I got messages all the time from people. It was every day for like two months. Mm-hmm. Look, where are you? It was every what? day for two months on our side of things as well. And I mean, it was like, um, oh God, I remember you guys like had to turn off the, you couldn't rate Kiss anymore. Yeah, they, we had to turn off the ratings because everyone was giving horrible ratings <laughs> and writing really horrible things. So yeah, what was it, what was it like for you? Because you were on the next morning, weren't you? Yeah, I, okay, so so from, yeah, so we'll get into, I guess, my story and then how I ended up fired too. But um, so once they fired I'm Rob, so glad you're here. I'm, I'm a, so this excited. This is what I wanted. Here we go, I'm fired up now. Um, so they asked me that day, the day that they fired you they asked me to go to lunch and they say that the operations manager is coming to lunch as well as well as the brand manager and they're like do you want to go to lunch and I'm like okay this is either really bad like they're gonna let me go and they're just doing it nicely (laughs) with some food or yeah which is listen (laughs) if you're gonna fire me fire me with food Linda listen Linda Linda listen um or it's gonna be good I'm gonna get a promotion of some sort they're gonna ask me to step up and and do more responsibilities which I would have politely declined like I did every (laughs) other time (laughs) I literally never I did the bare minimum always but um so I'm so jealous of you by because like I and I used to tell you this face to face like yeah yeah you had bigger balls than I did. Mm-hmm. Anytime they Shelly asked, raised me. I know, and it's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, anytime they asked me to do something... You would always do it. I know. And I would be like, absolutely not. They'd be like, Rob, we need you to throw hot dogs across the auditorium into someone else's apron yeah. because it's, Ger- it's, it's German, it's Oktoberfest or something. Yeah. And I don't want to do this. And I'm like, this. that's insulting for me to and even it's like, do that. that. You have to be here at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got a family now. Or mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a wife at the time yeah. and two Pregnant dogs. wife. Woo. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't want to throw a hot dog down a hallway. Mm-hmm. Like, but <laughs> you would say no. I would, and I would be like, say, no, I'm not doing that. And even Brittany would be like, stop saying you'll do these yeah. things. And I'm going to be like. It got to the point where they didn't even ask me anymore. Because they were like, Maddie's always going to say no. I remember the best was, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so funny because it was just like a, a, an email chain. It was like a mass email for uh, our station. It was like, we're going to go to local high schools every Friday night. Yeah. And you guys are going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And Maddie was like, <laughs> I'm I, or, I would be back. Sounds great. I'll be there. <laughs> and um, Maddie was like, I'll give you guys one Friday a month, except during this times, and I can maybe do this one possibly. I'm like, God, do I admire that. Well, I was raised by, um, well, my mother, who turned out to be extremely successful and by just doing Love you, whatever in the F she wants to do when she wants to do it. And that's the mentality I have. If it makes me uncomfortable, if it's not beneficial to me, I ain't going to be there. I ain't doing it. I admired it. I ain't doing it. I admired it. So they it. just eventually stopped asking me to do things. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, so they sit me down at lunch and I'm not even joking. I am sliding into the booth at that roof place, that roof. That's the restaurant downtown in Evansville. I know the one you're talking about. Um, I'm sliding into the booth. Just want to enjoy my Cobb salad. And before I could even sit down, they're like, we fired Rob today. Boom. Like a dagger to the heart. Liter- I, li- I, I remember freezing. 
to the point where like my quads started burning because I was in like the hovering sitting position for so long because I was just that shocked. Like, oh my gosh, are you? And I was like, what? And at this time, it was just the brand manager I was sitting with. It was just she and I. And she's the one who broke the news to me. The operations manager hadn't showed up yet, but he was on the way. And he was running late. And so she just broke the news to me before he got there, I guess, just to kind of hurry up and get it. And she was like, yeah. Uh, And I was like, why? And she's like, well, it just wasn't working. And I was like, why? And, you know, they gave me all their bull bull crap reasons if you want to say if they gave you any reasons by all means you can ch- no they there w- wasn't re- like that, that yeah those were, the like, reason was two years of wanting me gone right that it was, was just the like well we kept wanting you to change things and you guys aren't changing things and we kept wanting you to do this and you guys weren't doing that and and i'm like so just so am i fired because like the way you're presenting it is hey the show isn't what we want it to be and we kept giving you guys all these opportunities to make it what we wanted and you didn't and so we had no choice but to fire rob and i'm like well that didn't make any sense to me because I'm like, if we're not doing it, then why am I still here? I felt very in a very awkward position because obviously it's a job. It's a job that I enjoyed. I didn't like who I worked for, but I liked what I did. Yeah, I the you know? way I word it was, um, I didn't like who I worked for, but I liked who I worked with. Yeah. The the uh, there was most of like. I liked who I worked with when we were there. And then after that, I didn't like who I worked with anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So go ahead. So, uh, yeah. So they tell me, you know, we fired Rob. You told me what you said. You told me the first thing you said was, he's about to have a baby. Yeah, literally. I was like. And I remember you said her response was, oh, we gave him a severance. Right. Yeah. We gave him, yeah, his severance and stuff like that. And I, and I. Which I don't know if I'm allowed to share the details of that, but I'm just like, boy, thanks. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) A job would have been nicer, but okay, I'll take it. Uh, so yeah, so I'm like, oh my god, like his his son is due like tomorrow. Like Brittany's crowning. Like, yeah. we, <laughs> like how can you just let him go like that? Yeah, that's 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 the first thing I said was just like, oh my gosh, she's about to have a baby. And I remember looking out the window and then seeing the operations manager walk up. But before that, he had called the brand manager and he was like, have you already told her? And of course I can hear him on the other line of the phone. And she's like, yes. And he's like, is she freaking out? So I think everyone kind of knew. And then the brand manager's like, no, she's okay. I think everyone knew that it was like a breakup. Like how is Maddie? Is she okay? Like, so I was like, I'm confused. So I'm still here. And they're like, Oh oh, boy, do we have so many exciting things for you? And I was like more exciting than having my morning show with Rob entertain me. Like what, how is it going to get better than this? I'm sorry, but it's not. They would always do. They always, it was always such a, a grand idea. And I remember when they told me that, like we have all these exciting things for you I was I was just like, so you mean you're going to put me somewhere and I have no say in it and I'm just going to have to do what you tell me to do? Remember when the exciting thing was we got to wake up a half hour earlier? <laughs> it was so much fun. Guys, it's going to be super awesome. We want more Rob and Maddie. Yeah. So they're going to start at 530. <laughs> in the morning. Instead of six. Yeah, whatever, man. But um, By the way, why do we have to do that? Because the other station did it too. Yeah. That's, that's why. That's radio. Because nutshell, everything honestly. had to be the same. But yeah, so they moved me. First of all, I, I ran the morning show until they got the syndicated show that's playing now. Um, they had to work Which, boy, out. Boy, people seem to like. Oh, yeah, it's a hit. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, I had to fill in for the morning show solo until they got. And and trust me, every part of me so wanted to I remember to leave. you had a partner, at least for one show, because that, that, everyone kept telling me 
the med- oh yeah, yeah 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 i had another girl that i worked with that filled in occasionally and that was fun too and a lot of people thought that that was like the new norm and i was like no like they're literally just trying to kill time until they get all these deals worked out with the syndicated show they've got something so good on the horizon oh yeah what just, boy, was it just wait to boy, was it let's just say we had to keep the ratings off <laughs> they're still off <laughs> but um so they moved me to middays after i ran the morning show for i would say like a month i had to do it by myself um which sucked and it's really boring to do the morning show by yourself it's really boring to be on radio by yourself period but then but then they gave me. But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> they gave me middays with Maddie. Okay, so this is where I will say they uh, were kind of justified in their like opinion and overall attitude towards me because the second they said that they fired Rob, I was done. Like I had emotionally checked out. I was like, screw it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in it anymore. I don't want it. No, I'm. I'm just. I'm going through the motions at this point. I became literally impossible to work with, like more so than before. Like, it, I would talk to no one. I would isolate myself, and I did that on purpose. Like, it was 100% me. So they're like, Maddie, why are you not happy in your job? And it. W- I'm like, because I'm choosing not to be happy in my job. 100%. It was me being just an a hole. Yeah. Just like. I will fully take credit for that. I was very hard to work with, but I was very unhappy because you took away my morning show. You put me on middays. You act like I should kiss your feet because I got my own midday show. I am better than that. We were better than that. It was a demotion. Literally, it was a demotion. They demoted me to middays. And when I complained and I was like, you know, I really miss being on the morning show in general, but especially with Rob, obviously I understand Rob's not going to come back, but why couldn't I have taken over the morning show? Why couldn't I have done something? And they're like, but you have your own midday show. And then that's when the operations manager kind of got a little rude with me and and acted like I was really unappreciative for having my own show. Basically, like, well, we could have got rid of you too. You know, even though he never actually said that. That was very much the overall feeling. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to complain about having your own show? And I'm like, are we going to say, okay, operations manager, you go to middays. So much fun, right? <laughs> it's a blast, right? Oh my gosh, everyone's gonna listen to you. It's your own your own show. show. Woo! <laughs> no one to tell you what to do. I was so blatantly honest in every single meeting that we had, though, to the point where they would like have to check in on me. Like, you still hate it? <laughs> <laughs> and I would literally always be like, yeah. And then it would just like a month would go by. Are you, do you still hate it? Yep. Well, your numbers are up. It, it, oh. It's not that I, that's not the part that I hate. <laughs> like, I don't hate talking to people and being on the radio. Yeah. Like, I hate this atmosphere and I hate working here in my situation. And I'm sorry. That's what you went through. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, a lot of it was me just flat out resisting and just being unhappy because they fired you and just being like, I don't care. Like, I so honestly woke up every day and was like, oh, they're going to fire me today because I'm like just really feeling. Yeah, bitchy. You used to always tell me <laughs> I'm really feeling bitchy today. <laughs> I remember there was one time you told me you got in trouble for sharing a picture with me. Oh, oh, do we want to go there? OK, well, whatever. I mean, you. this is your. So this is like the real downfall and ultimately why I think I was fired. Even oh, if they're, OK. I was even talking about the first one. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I got in trouble for that one, too. You shared just, a memory. I just shared a memory. Uh, from like, Fall Fest. Yeah, and so I was just been like, October. oh, I miss Rob. Miss you, friend. Got called into a meeting. Yeah, on your personal, it wasn't like on My their, personal yeah. Facebook page, right. And I got, yeah, I got in trouble for that. For um, <clears throat> for being friends with me. For being friends with you after you were fired. Because once again, I had to pretend like you didn't exist. And I had to pretend like the two years that we had on air and all the memories and all the fun didn't exist. And I had to act like that 
you know, against my will, obviously. I wanted, I felt like especially the people that listened deserved to know what happened. And I was put in a corner. No, you can't address it. No, uh, you know, eventually they'll calm down. Eventually they'll go away. Eventually people will move on. But I was like, I need to make like a which PSA. is true. Like that's that's and that's right. what they have to do. Right. Like you but, can't you can't expect Maddie to go on the other next day and be like, hey, they fired Rob. Right. I wasn't allowed to. Trust me, I wanted to. I yeah. thought I thought people deserved to. It's know. just not the real radio but world. It's not how it works. Right. So, so um, that didn't sit right with me. So of course I did what anyone would do and shared more pictures of me and Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I became very difficult to work with. And so then, you you know. That last one. So we we saw each other at Super Bride. Super Bride Sunday. Which, I was. Um, by the way, for those that don't know, I am a bride. Uh, my wedding caught COVID and I had to reschedule. <laughs> but I am getting married in August, and so when Super Bride Sunday rolled around, I went, even though it's technically a competing radio stations event. Correct. I'm a bride. And I was also there as a representative of All About You DJ. Right. I didn't even This expect- is just like a few months ago. Yeah. Like, well, for for that's, the record. That's Bridal Expo season. That was like the last of a season of bridal shows. Like I had probably been to four or five. Yeah. And it's never. Arguably the biggest around here. Never even expect. It's 100% the biggest yeah. around here. And. You can I never, win free stuff. You can you can see all kinds of cool stuff. You get free food. It's got heritage. It's the one I had that to pretend people, like I had no cake, no food. I'm like, yeah, I'll try your food. I don't have a caterer yet. <laughs> My wedding was all the way planned. I was getting married in like a month at that point. And so I was happy to see you. Yeah. And I, I was happy to be there, uh, even though I did know that it was a competing radio stations event. Um, I was a bride. It's the biggest bridal expo around. And my maid of honor was like, I'm going to take you here. It's going to be so much fun. Someone comes up to me and they're like, did you know Rob is here? Mind you, we had not seen each other. I mean, we had obviously talked and communicated, but yeah. we hadn't seen each other since you had gotten fired. Yeah. So, so it had been like seven or eight okay, months. Okay, so let's see. It was August to February. Yeah. So how, how many? That's a lot of months. All right, hold on. <laughs> we have to cross over the new year. So hold on. Uh, <laughs> September, October, November, December, January. So, so six, six months. months. Yeah, it had been six months. Obviously, we still talked all the time, but... Uh, so I saw Rob there and I was like, we should get a picture and just really to put the cherry on top of the cake, I'll make sure I check in here. So I was like, I <laughs> dare you to post it. And you were like, I am so exposing on, myself right now. Cause I went into that meeting and was like, I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, I dare you to post it and tag super bride Sunday. And your response was like, I already did. <laughs> And Which, I was like, you if you're are the best. I, if you're wondering what's the big, I was literally begging to be fired. But if you're wondering what's Correct. the big deal, it's a competing radio stations event. It, yeah. And I represent this station, which I did horribly. <laughs> 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 um, and so it's a huge no-no like even if you go I have to like wear my hood up and like just pretend like I'm not there and they were just like but I also think it was because I took a photo with you so I take a photo with Rob I check yeah, in oh. at Super Bride Sunday and holy moly that was the end of my career at Town Square right there which I knew I knew in my head I was like this is my the nail in my coffin I said that I said it's- this is it like to anyone who saw in like that picture, you were looking at history in the making. Literally, because like I said, I was. I remember I was like, I dare you to do it. It and was so. You were like, I just did. <laughs> and I went into that meeting, and they were like, "Did you do this on purpose?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I would never." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Am I fired?" And they're like, "No." And I'm like, "Damn it, I'll try again." <laughs> so. 
<laughs> so you had the meeting because uh-huh. you took a picture with me. And I checked in at a competing radio stations event. And I'm right. like, but I, but still, first and foremost, I'm a bride and a person. I can go do whatever I want and go wherever I want, check in on Facebook. On your this personal, is my personal Facebook, Facebook page. page. And they so, print out this BS from the handbook about how even on my personal page, bleh, whatever. If you've ever wondered if Maddie is a real one, mm-hmm. how did you respond to them trying to take control of your social media? <laughs> But this is if you want to know who Maddie is, this is the act that defines who she is. Uh, So once I realized they were like stalking my Facebook page and seeing where I was checking in and what I was doing, I deleted everyone I worked with and blocked them from all my social media pages. So Maddie, I forget if you called or texted me. I think you texted me and you were like, I'm like, go check how many mutual friends we have now. Check our mutual friends. See if I missed anybody. And I would send I her the name. the house. I deleted Literally everyone. everyone she worked I'm with. I'm talking like my boss's boss's boss. You're all gone. Yeah. I deleted all of them. And so. And then they were like, why did you delete us from social media? <laughs> like we're 15. <laughs> so then you, the next day you have another meeting. I have meeting, another meeting. Yeah. Which I mean, I can, I wasn't surprised. We <laughs> yeah. all knew it was going to happen. Right. But how does that meeting go? They're like, why did you delete me from social media? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Becky. Did I hurt your feelings? Like. You're stalking my social media. You're seeing where I'm checking in. And they're like, well, even on your personal pages, you still represent Town Square. And I'm like, okay. We like, if you scroll back far enough in my Instagram, I'm like smoking a bowl on there at some point. <laughs> like, if you're worried about me representing you, it should have happened, I don't know, 21-ish. <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you should have been worried about me representing your station. But here we are. But, um, you know, I'm like, I bong beers on like Instagram Live. Like, you, this is the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what you did and i was that was it that was the downfall of maddie west she's so legit yeah when you say ride or die like maddie maddie's ride or die (laughs) i got your back bro and then yeah so then when uh the covid stuff happened which was the first like second week of march i went on vacation the first week of march and i came back and that they let me go like right when quarantine kind of started over the phone yeah. They called me and they were like, hey, it's um, this person. And I have the operations manager with me. And right then I was like, here we go. You, you do a good impression. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, I have heard it more than I would like to admit. But uh, I knew when when she said I have the operations manager with me, I was like, oh, they're going to fire me. And uh, Kent had actually just came downstairs because he was working from home at that point. And I remember holding the phone down and I was like, they're going to fire me. And that Kent with both hands up is like, yeah. <laughs> and but as much as much crap as I talk, I did get a little bit emotional and I hated that they got to hear that from me because I didn't want them to hear me get upset. I was never upset to be let go from that company. I was upset that I wasn't on the radio anymore because I do really love doing that. And I love entertaining people. My favorite thing in the world is to make people laugh and be funny. And so, that that did suck. I didn't. And I had always played it, especially over the past years, I'd kind of played it out in my head. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I'd be able to hold it together yeah. in the meeting where I get fired. Yeah. And then like when I get out to my car or get home or whatever, then that's... you cry. Yeah. And that didn't happen. I cried on the phone like such a baby. But I do regret... I, w- I was like super friendly. You think it would be opposite, right? You think I would be yeah. the stone cold one, but, but it's not I was, how it works. I was so uninvested too. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I, checked like, out, I yeah. was checked out mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be there anymore yeah. and they didn't want me there. And I mean, if it had it been the way it was the previous 10 years, mm-hmm. hey, 
I'd be bummed. Right. I'd probably be sobbing. I do think the reason I reacted, though, to the way that I did and got really upset is because it, it's such a scary time in our country right now. And like to lose your job in the middle of a pandemic, it was just like, you know, I do rely on that extra income. And Kent had started working from home and they weren't really sure if they were going to lay him off. And it was just a really and I'm like, OK, now it's real. If you're you know? wondering also, it's it, I I'm mean, sure, I, I was making bang. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, God, they really pay you all well there. I'm sure it's really <laughs> tough to get fired during a pandemic. I got fired 16 days before I had a child. <laughs> My only child. Yeah, you win. So uh, just like, yeah, they, they've... they uh, So that's... Enough uh, said. That's my story. <laughs> that's our story. And that's how that's how we are now. And like I said, this is something Rob and I have wanted to do for a really long time. And I, I seriously, even sitting here right now, can't even believe it. Had you told me this is what would have happened when we first started the Rob's radio show with Maddie West, you'd be like, there's no way. We're going to be on morning radio forever. So everyone, the other question we're getting a lot of that I want to address is, mm-hmm. how the hell are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. I'm I'm doing well. I'm going to reiterate it just for those listening. Just for those few listening that are wanting me to be like, "Oh my god. My life fell apart. My life's been apart." <laughs> you you can't doing, break what's broken. I'm doing great. Okay, I have my extensions in today. You got your your, your hair I'm did. feeling great. Yes. Uh no. I I'm, I'm actually doing very well. I still don't have a job. This is my job now. <laughs> I have a baby. You have a Dude, whole kid. I I had a whole kid, and we we already got to talk about my whole kid for long enough. It's so much more than I like. Even when because when we were getting close, I was like, it was like it was really it was yeah. getting to me. Yeah, it is the most amazing thing I've not? ever done. I told you. I. It's just something you have to experience to really get. Like even just this morning, um, everyone go out and have a baby right now. I, I if was you were make, looking for a sign. I was making this face to Will. My son's name is Will. Yeah. And um, every time I'd make the face, he'd start cracking up. Oh, it's the best. And And he's at that age where he like does like the belly laugh. And oh, it's just so cute. He makes me cry. Mm -hmm. Like just out of happiness. Like I love you so much. I know. That tears are coming out and I can't control them. I tell Woodson every day. I'm like, I would die for you. Yeah. Like literally, if someone walked up in here, I would use my body as a human shield to I would, protect you. I understand exactly. What I would use Kent as a shield to protect my son. <laughs> <laughs> That's just being honest. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 not a second to think about. I mean, I would yeah, die for him. Literally, I love him more than it's I love such anything. a love. It's and I've never experienced it before. And God, for people who want to know how he is, first of all. If you say so freaking cute. anything other than the cutest baby you've ever seen, literally, the it's cutest words. baby I've ever seen, and I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it. Um, he's he's humongous. Yeah, so cute. He's over twenty-seven pounds. He's, oh my gosh, Rob, are you serious? <laughs> he's over. Woodson's like thirty-two, and he's two. We haven't gotten his like the what like the percentile he's in, but I guarantee you he's top one or two percent. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Woodson is, and he's got him beat almost. <laughs> yeah, so he's not even nine months old. Yeah. And he's uh, 27 plus pounds. Oh my goodness, such a little chunker. I love it. He is Looks old. exactly like you. <laughs> exactly. I see my like wife you. in there too. I but do. I do see Brittany. I get that all the time though, and I take it as a compliment because he's literally the most beautiful thing I've ever laid eyes on. He's so cute. Um, he's always happy. Yeah. He is always laughing. Mm hmm. 
He loves. You're so lucky. My kid was such an ass for like <laughs> eight months. <laughs> no, like when we look back and we, we were discussing this, like there's no way we'll be able to say he was anything other than a happy baby. Really? He was oh, just can't relate. He was always happy. Cannot relate. Is always You're so happy. lucky. Remember, I would tell you these horror stories and I'm like, Rob, what if you have a kid like Woodson? He <laughs> cries nonstop. He had colic for like four months. I mean, we really had the go around with our newborn. You just said his name. I did. You, yes. You gave that to, to us. I did. Yeah. You, Maddie would never say his name on the radio. No, I never let anybody in on my personal life to that extent on the radio because they just used it for clickbait. And I didn't like that. They used my pregnancy for clickbait. They used, um, you know, your wedding for clickbait. And oh, yeah, that was upsetting. I, just, I didn't like giving that side of myself under someone else's watch. But yeah, I have a son. His name's Woodson and he's going to be two on the 19th and I cannot believe it. Yeah. Um, I remember you told me when you said you had to move your wedding because your wedding got COVID. Yeah, it got COVID. I was didn't supposed to be say, married in April. Didn't you say the first thing she said was, you're going to blog about this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I just had to reschedule my wedding. And you're worried about me blogging it so that I get views. That's just that's just how it was. So, no, I never really talked much. I talked as little as I could about stuff like that on the radio while still trying to let people in and keep people informed. Yeah. I was very reserved about that. And then the story you kind of alluded to a second ago was, and I never made a big hairy deal about this, but I, I did tell you mm-hmm. and it definitely bothered my wife. Yeah. Um, so everyone at work was invited to my wedding and some people came mm-hmm. and I was there. Yeah. Maddie so came. Much fun. Got drunk, loved it. Open bar. Thanks, Nancy. And then there was one person who, like took video uh-huh. of like our entrances and stuff. This is before anyone has seen anything from your from your wedding. We didn't no even pictures. have a chance to share it. Like if yeah, someone's no going pictures, to share it, nothing. it should probably be freaking me. Right. Or at least ask like my permission. But right. no, the headline we see when we're on our honeymoon in Punta Cana, mm-hmm. check out the entrances, check out the crazy wild entrances that the Rob's wedding. Yeah. Didn't even ask me. It just shared all of your, like a whole insight to your wedding without even didn't even asking yeah i mean like or getting permission drop or, me drop me like hey can i i took video of your entrances they were awesome can you because we, we all came out to like wrestling right, stuff yeah. and it it had high energy and it mm-hmm. was it was it was cool blog worthy i guess but it, it's kind of my blog terms, to write yeah yeah and that's i was the same way about um my pregnancy i was still sitting in the hospital with a baby on my boob when i got a <laughs> message that said hey, they want you to send out an email to acknowledge the fact that you've had your kid. Do you want me to do it? And I'm like, why am I obligated to send out a company-wide email saying that I just ripped my vagina open? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm not obligated to do anything. I'm not obligated to do jacks, you know? But it, it was just all about people knowing your business and using that not to, like, be happy for you but just to get them to get clicks yeah clicks likes and shares that's that's and it never set well with me but i I plan on talking all about my son on here and and saying his name again it's woodson and if you if you steal my baby name i'll come for you (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to you want to tell people how you came up with it yeah so it's an awesome name yeah um we're huge by the way he is the cutest he's effing crazy i because i see him a lot on snapchat he said the f word today i'm so proud Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, I have to tell you what my son did, but finish your story. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember what we were. Oh, how we came up with his name. Uh, Kent and I are really huge Oakland Raiders fan or uh, Las Vegas Raiders now. Sorry. And there is a former player for them and his name is Charles Woodson. We are very big fans. He played, played for the Packers, played for Michigan. 
a pretty well-known player if you know football. And when we were kind of coming up with names, we were tossing around the idea. And we said if we had a girl, we would name her Oakland. And then I was like, this is so white trash. I love it. Let's keep it going. (laughs) Like nothing says like this is America more than like naming your kid after a football team. And so we were kind of tossing around the ideas of last names. We were like, oh, yeah. And Ken's favorite player is Charles Woodson. And we were like, what about Woodson? And then from then on, we were just like, Woodson it is. That's awesome. Yeah. And so now there's a lot of pressure. Are we going to name our next one if or when we have one after um, another football player? And the answer is absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling for Oakland. I like that. I really like Oakland, too. But then some people had to like do like Oakland. Because you know? aren't you and your sisters all like Lynn's? We're all Lynn's, too. And so um, but now I know like some Oakley's. I don't know. It might be too close. But and now even they're the Las Vegas Raiders. But still. I still like it. I, I do too. But it, knowing my luck, I only have boys. Anyway, so what did Will do today? What milestone? It was yesterday. Reach? Yeah. It was the funniest thing. So he's eight months old. Mm-hmm. It's way before potty training time. Yeah. But. Oh, it, well, trust me, two is apparently way before potty training time, too. <laughs> <laughs> but what do I know? So we. Nobody um, wants to pee on Elmo. We're, ch- we're getting him ready for his bath. And Brittany's like, he didn't pee in his diaper yet. I can't believe it. It's yeah. been like, oh, I forget how long it was or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. And she's like, you want to go on the potty, buddy? Aww. You want to go on the potty? So we put his little naked butt <laughs> on the potty. And yeah. I crap you not, as soon as his butt touches that seat. <laughs> he just pees. A little stream of pee <laughs> right Isn't into the toilet. Isn't it the cutest? We have been talking about this like nonstop <laughs> since like every text Isn't message. Isn't it funny how things change when you have a kid? Now you're like, look, his little pee is so cute. It's like every picture on my phone yeah. is him. Right. Uh, every snap I get is him mm-hmm. it's just i he's my whole life yeah it's the absolute best i love it it's it's almost like am I, could i ever do this again because what if it's not as cute the second time we said that what before. if he's not as good my here's my what thought if he's not as cool and like i'd hope like if i ever have another child that they're not listening to this but i, I we've said to each other i hope you are listening to this you got some big <laughs> shoes to fill buddy i don't know how i could love anything more more than i love and then everyone's Will. like we'll just have another one and you'll understand it's not in it's not in me. I'm just letting you know right now I'm maxed out. <laughs> I don't even love Kent anymore. <laughs> I had to give it all you're engaged to, the, to it. I had to give it all that's for money. I had to give it all to the baby. <laughs> so your wedding got the COVID. My wedding did get COVID back in April and we had to reschedule and so now I'm getting married August the eighth. And I'm I'm thinking a divorce by 2025. That's exciting. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I'll be there there for both. We're very excited. I know my mom keeps talking about wanting to go to all these exotic places for the bachelorette party. And I'm like, we'll do that when I get divorced. Then I can hook up with some random foreign dude. (laughs) The the post-wedding, the the divorce party, I guess you can call it. Yeah. That's awesome. be young and hot then. (laughs) So, all right. You want to wrap things up? Yeah, let's do it. I don't, just like I don't know how to start the show, I have no idea how to end a podcast. There's so much that we still have to get to and of course if you if there's something that we didn't address or that you want clarification on please drop us a comment on facebook hit us up on instagram at the robs podcast we're gonna have more instructions as to how to download this show there'll be links on Mm -hmm. facebook and instagram um obviously if you're watching this on facebook thank you please give us a share let people know that we're back and again you can fire me or you can follow me on instagram at maddie got fired you can be like everybody else and fire her too (laughs) yeah instagram what is it at maddie got fired yeah and then what's the the robs radio the robs podcast the robs podcast yep sweet maddie thank you so much for being here oh my gosh it's my by pleasure. the way my my intention at least at first i'm thinking like weekly we're gonna do this every week we, we've got so much to get to i wonder if the video is still rolling probably do you think it's moving still you, yeah. you you freaked me out oh is it still going i think so ah 
It's, we... it's just my head's not really in Did, it. Did like, the camera move? Why aren't you I in think, the shot? I think it um, slouched a little bit. By the way, if you're looking at it on Facebook, do you see our stripper pole? Oh! <gasps> Good things are going to happen there. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> if there's be- any reason for you to tune back in, it's that stripper pole. If right there's there. any reason for you to follow and subscribe, <laughs> we have a stripper pole in the studio. And Maddie West. <laughs>